thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. <laughs> and this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into your lives. And as you can tell, my voice is absolutely shot. <laughs> but yet, I am not missing an episode. No. And uh, this is, we've been on, uh, I don't know, 88 episodes in a row, and I'm not missing this one just because my voice is gone. But the boys decided to spend some time actually just making fun of me for the next 30 minutes. Just, <laughs> and, just for a change. Just for a change. <laughs> this time I can't actually really defend myself. So, all right, have fun, boys. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's not about making fun, LT. I think that one of the greatest things that, that appeared to us today, courtesy of the universe, was that I think the universe has been trying to tell you for a long time, and if people don't believe in the universe, then you can believe in a greater force, God, or the power of the human body. It's been trying to tell Lawrence to just take a chill pill, take it easy for a little bit of time. He hasn't listened, and it's now his body's gone, okay. That's it, Lawrence. You're going to bed. And if you don't stay in bed, I'm going to make you lose your voice. And if you don't do that, I'm going to give you a sore throat. And then if you don't do that, I'll give you some snot. And uh, and now what he's had, he's having a full-on expression of health and well-being, um, which has now caused Lawrence to lose a bit of lose a little bit of his um, his voice. He's porcelain skid, he's, uh, he's shine, he's glean. I'm not even sure if he's got product in his hair at the moment, but uh, sure. definitely Lawrence has uh, given us the opportunity to talk about what symptoms actually mean as opposed to what many people actually perceive that they are. So uh, well, without further ado, Brett, let's hand over to you. And LT, when Damien's talking about going to bed, he's talking about rest, mate. So you just got to like just chill out, you know, just spend some quality time, get some quality sleep is really important. So, you know, what we're talking about really, I guess, is symptoms in the body. And we've spoken about a lot of different stuff on the show. but And I guess hopefully people are starting to get the idea that we don't necessarily see symptoms as a bad thing, that symptoms can be a really good thing. Uh, a really intelligent thing for your body to do. And so, you know, Lawrence's body at the moment is saying, hey, look, there's, there's something going on here. I'm, I'm fighting off. I'm fighting some stuff off. And so the symptoms of that are really the symptoms of his body fighting stuff off, right? So, you know, some people would look at that and say, well, a sore throat, that's a bad thing. You know, we need to sick, mute sick. that. We need to dull that. We need to, you know, kill that pain, whatever. Yeah. In actual fact, it's a really smart thing. You know, his body's actually mounting a reaction to whatever's going on in his throat, to help him fight it off. You know, he's probably got a bit of a temperature. You know, his body's raising that up even hotter than it is in Perth at the moment. And uh, <laughs> his, his body's raising that temperature up to help make an inopportune environment for those bugs to grow. You know, he's got the snot, he's got the cough. You know, these are all really intelligent things. And so we need to start taking a little bit of a different look at this. You know, rather than saying, well, how can we mute or get rid of these symptoms? We need to start saying, well, how can we support the body to, to work through this process in a safe, sustainable way? So that he can actually get over it, get through it, and get his health and wellness back to well, it's not even back to really, is it? Because it's not even a sign that his wellness isn't as it should be. It's it's a sign that his wellness is good because yeah. his body's fighting it off and it's doing a good job of fighting it off. And I have no doubt, you know, in a day or two, Lawrence will bounce back. His body will fight it off. He'll get some rest. But mm. I guess what we're going to talk about today is, you know, some of the things that we can do to help our body in that process to help create an opportune environment to make it really easy for our body to do what it does best, which is fight this off and to get back on track. So I know, Damo, you sort of wanted to start talking a bit about rest. You sort of started with already, but tell, tell us about rest, Damo. What should LT be doing? Not well, be on a podcast? He should, 
Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, now that's just moaning coming out of there. LT. Stop that. Now, I think, uh, can we just frame this first? Uh, there's, the body will have hyper-responses and hypo-responses. A, an appropriate response of the body is to manage symptoms uh, or manage an infection or manage a, uh, an, uh, some kind of infiltration um, appropriately and your body shouldn't feel too much. You might get a bit of a dry throat, a bit of, you know, a bit of extra mucus, a bit of a post-nasal drip, those sorts of things. A bit of a sexy um, voice. Husky voice, you know. LT. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, you might get those sorts of little things. The, the immune system, as we know it, at this point in time, is broken into three primary categories. One is what we call the T helper one response. The other one's called a T helper two response, and there's a T helper three response. And the T helper three response is kind of your balancer. The T helper three response primarily comes from the gastrointestinal system, and what we find is that uh, that response. Um, governs around 70 to 80% of your total immune response when it comes to allergens and infection. Um, on the other sides of the coin, on the other sides of the seesaw, is the TLP1 response and the TLP2 response. And these guys are kept in balance and check by different things that happen in the body. Now, the hyper response of either of these things will result in different symptoms and different expressions of health and well-being. Suffice to say in that, that there's got to be some kind of a balance. Now, when people say, oh, my immune system's down, um, often the conversation is, well, you need to take some things to boost your immune system or do some things to boost your immune system. But what we do understand about mucus um, and the immune system, it, it, it essentially it tells us whether or not our immune system is actually down or if it's up. And so a clear, a clear mucus in the body would indicate that our body is up. So we're pumping out lots of mucus. Uh, it's very clear. And we can get rid of it very, very quickly, very, very easily. That's an appropriate um, hyperactive response to a sensitivity or an allergen um, that, that's coming to our body. Now, whether that be a, a particle such as a bacteria or a virus um, that our body's now recognizing, that would be that's an excellent response. If it's a um, if it's an allergen response like a, a pollen or a um, a grain or something else that you're having an immune response to, like peanuts, for example, and you're getting mucus that's coming out and you're getting other types of swellings and itchiness and puffy eyes, that hyperactive response is a histamine response and that needs to be dampened. The other one kind of needs to be supported. So you kind of got to work out, is this a hay fever response or is this actually an immune response? So we can tell by Lawrence because he's got a group of different symptoms that it's an immune response. He's fatigued, he's got snot, uh, and he's lost his voice. And so that's, we know that's an immune response and he needs support for that. So one of the best ways to support that would be to rest. He needs to get some sleep. He needs to get excess amounts of sleep, not just small amounts of sleep. He really needs to let his body kind of just go through the motions of absolute repair. He's going to go through some dumping time, which is where he's going to sweat. He's going to raise a fever because that's the normal, appropriate response of the body to an infection. And, you know, hopefully his body goes up to 39, 40, 41 degrees. And uh, he'll mount a massive response. He'll then get on top of that bacteria or virus that's in his body. And then he'll need a bit of extra support. And that could come from vitamins and minerals, different foods, a little bit of exercise, but let's just stop on the rest thing right now because rest allows the body to repair. And so, Lawrence, what do you get normally six to eight hours of sleep a day? Oh, sorry, I was sleeping for a little bit. <laughs> I was told to take Jeff. some rest. Yeah, wake, wake up, up, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> do you, uh, is it normally six to eight hours of sleep a day you get? Yeah, I'm going to get about six to eight hours of sleep. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
And so Lawrence almost not, he may want to double that. So he may want to get 12 to 16 hours worth of sleep at the moment while he's feeling so run down. Now, for someone as productive as Lawrence, that may actually create a degree of internal turmoil and stress, which could be <laughs> counterproductive to actually get on top of his event. But if he does this for one or two days, then he find himself coming out of this infection, even feeling even better. And of course, he'll be then more productive. What are your thoughts on that, Brad yeah, I, I just think, yeah, you're absolutely right. That rest is so important and it's, you know, it's not even always sleeping because sometimes when you're feeling a bit off, you find it a bit hard to get that extra bit of sleep, but it's just slowing down, you know, just spending some time relaxing, maybe even just reading a book or just, you know, yep. lying on the couch with your eyes closed or, you know, just just giving your body that time to unwind, to regenerate and to repair, you know, turn off all the gadgets, LT, you know, the laptops, the iPhones, the, you know, I know disconnecting you from your eye products is always a bit of a challenge, mate. But, you know, you've got to just switch those things off so that you can actually properly unwind and rest and repair. And, look, I really like what you were saying, Damo, about the hyper and the hypo response and, and making sure it's an appropriate response. Because, you know, one thing I find sometimes is you'll speak to people and they'll say, oh, do you know what? I'm great. I haven't been sick for ages. Like, I never get sick. And you sort of look at them and, and you realize that even though they're actually not healthy, they're not mounting an immune response. And that's not always a good thing either. You know, there is an appropriate response in your body. You know, your body needs to be mounting some sort of immune response because um, otherwise you're not going to be fighting off the bugs and be letting stuff hang around and turn into chronic problems. Um, so you do need to have a response. It just needs to be an appropriate response. And, you know, one of the things I find really good when I'm, when I'm feeling a bit under the weather is just making sure I get out and get some sunshine. And there's plenty of that around in Adelaide at the moment. It's pretty hot and sunny. Yeah. Um, but it's really important just to get outside and get that sunshine. And I think I've always done it right throughout my life without even really understanding why. Just because you feel good. You know, you get outside, you almost feel like a bit of a lizard. You soak up a bit of warmth. It just makes you feel better. Not but you outside anyways. Well, yeah, most of the time, mate. But what, what we know now is that the, uh, the vitamin D, you know, impact from the sunshine and how important vitamin D is for all different facets of our health, but in particular for our immune system function, for helping us fight off those bugs, for helping us fight off coughs and colds, then getting that healthy dose of vitamin D is a really important thing. So, you know, often what we have a tendency to do when we're feeling a bit out of the weather is, you know, rug ourselves up, get into bed and just, you know, stay inside. But actually, maybe what we need to do is just get outside a little bit, get that bit of sunshine, get that vitamin D up and running, and that'll yes. just help us rest and recover. And once again, it's about... It's not about treating it necessarily. It's about just boosting your body so that your body can fight it off because your body knows what to do and when to do it. You just need to give it the right environment so that it's got a chance to do that well. Yeah, so in terms of vitamin D, it's about spending time outside in the middle of the day. So a lot of people go, oh, I've been outside for two hours from 8 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock in the morning. Pretty much that will give you not a whole lot of vitamin D uh, manufacture. The key thing with Lawrence is that Lawrence has got slightly darker skin than, say, Brett and I, and so he's actually got to spend a bit longer outside. And you can tell that with Lawrence's beautiful skin that he actually <laughs> hasn't spent a whole lot of time outside. And so his exposure <laughs> to sun might need to be a bit more protracted. He might need a little bit longer in the middle parts of the day. Now, at the moment, because it's just turned very early morning in Western Australia and for the rest of us in the rest of the world, it's actually almost the end of the day, the sunlight won't <laughs> be high enough yet for Lawrence to actually get enough. But at around, I'd say from 11 through till 2 o'clock, so 11 o'clock in the morning until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Lawrence is going to want to get around about 30 to 40 minutes of direct sunlight. That means no sunglasses the least amount of clothes on his body. So if you wanted to go see Lawrence naked, rock around <laughs> to Sorrento in West Australia, you'll see where Lawrence is. And, uh, and, Just look at uh, the mansion on the hill. <laughs> and, uh, and, 
and you're going to want to Lawrence is going to want to spend a little bit of time out in the sun just doing that but not a whole lot of exercise but he could actually go down to the beach get some nice fresh air get a bit of salt under his body go for a little swim in the ocean watch out for the sharks dodge a few because in Western Australia there's sharks and uh, he'll just you know get some nice salt into his body and he'll also get that sunlight that'll be amazing for him it'll be great now other strategies for Lawrence will be, of course, to eat a nice, healthy, robust meal. And the best meal that he could actually have right now would be something that's very easy to digest, but something that's robust in protein because it's proteins that his body's going to want to use to fight this infection. He's going to need a little bit of carbohydrate. That should come from fruits or vegetables or salads. Um, he doesn't necessarily have to have any kind of grain here, although if he chose to, he could, but he probably doesn't need to. So he could have some fish or some eggs with a salad, um, with some olive oil and maybe some balsamic vinegar in this case to actually help to boost his immune system. He might even choose then, if he wants to shake up the vinegar with some olive oil, he could shake up some manuka honey in that because the manuka honey will actually help boost his immune system and soothe his throat, as will the apple cider vinegar soothe his throat. So they'll be really good things for him to have for breakfast and for lunch. It might seem crazy, but that'll be a really great way, great way for him to start his day. Yeah, I like that, Damo, because obviously it's important to get those healthy fats and those healthy proteins into the diet, and, and it's also important to, to not focus too much on the carbohydrates. Like it's, I don't know, when I was growing up, it was this thing of like, you know, you're feeling a bit sick, you want to have some flat lemonade, or you want to have some cordial, or I don't know, it seemed like everything we had was sugary, and what we Toast now know is... Yeah, what we now yeah, exactly. What we now know is those sugars and processed carbohydrates actually tend to feed the bugs and the germs. You know, they actually like that environment for them to grow and to multiply and to spread around. So, um you actually want to be much like what Damien was saying, just a nice simple meal. You want to have some good protein in there. You want to have some fruits and veggies because even though they are carbohydrates, they're good carbohydrates full of nutrients that are going to be good for your immune system, help boost your immune system and get you back on track. And yeah. so yeah, you really just want to start thinking about that balance of your diet, perhaps even more than you usually do, just to get those nice, healthy proteins and those really nutrient-rich foods into your body because that's what it needs, not the flat lemonade to get you back on track. So true. Now, if you wanted to go for a lighter option, do you want to? Because I know Lawrence's digestion at this point in time might be a little bit poor. He might want to go for, you know, a gluten-free bircher, for example, which is what we bring out with my particular range. But he could certainly, you know, use something like that. But the preference would be something that's higher in protein than even the bircher. So that that's a really key thing to do. Now, the other thing that he should be doing is with his meal, make sure he has a little bit of extra zinc in it. So um, zinc can make you feel nauseous. If you've got enough zinc in your body and it's being utilized, you still might want to have a bit of a top-up of zinc, but it can make you feel a bit nauseous. So I'd suggest to Lawrence that he has a little bit of zinc uh, mixed with some vitamin C um, and just have that as a little drink to top up what his body's going to be requiring while he's mounting an immune response. That would give him a better chance of mounting a more appropriate immune response so that the bacteria or the virus or whatever he's fighting doesn't take hold of his system and you know send him into a downward spiral. So that little bit of extra nutritional support, which is appropriate at times of when the, you know, the body would appear to be somewhat deficient, will really help him mount a more appropriate response. A bit of zinc, a bit of vitamin C. Now, if it gets protracted, if he's, if he's cold or his immune challenge gets protracted over a number of days, I'd say, Lawrence, I want you to bring yourself to bowel tolerance. And I'd get him to have even more vitamin C. I'd get him to have maybe two or three or four teaspoons of vitamin C in a day, which could be up to six or eight grams of vitamin C, which would make his tummy really rumble quite a lot. And that would mean he's got himself to bowel tolerance or saturation point of vitamin C of the gastrointestinal system. And within literally 24 to 48 hours, his body will be 
almost 100% perfect in terms of managing this response. So that's that. if you've got to go to the extremes and you do that, that's what I did last week. I got back from speaking. I had a little bit of a sore throat. I've gone, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I took a bucket load of herbs, which I'll talk about in a second, and a heap of vitamin C and zinc to the point of nausea. I put food on top of that, and um, within 24 hours, I was feeling tip-top again. Nice. Well, I want to jump in here and talk about exercise, Damo, because this is probably one of the most common questions I get from people. They say, look, I'm feeling a bit run down. What should I do? Like, do I exercise? Do I rest? Like, where's the balance here? And I think a bit like the, the food and a bit like the rest, it comes down to you know, getting the right amount. You know, I think when you're feeling under the weather like Lawrence is, it's obviously not the day to go out and do your full-on big effort exercise routine, you know, your maxed out effort exercise routine because you're just going to stress your body out, your body's fatigued, you're low on energy already and you want to save as much of that energy as possible for healing and repair. Right? So it's not the day to go all out and do you know, your full-on exercise routine. But getting out and moving is actually can be a really good thing for you in terms of you know helping open up your airways, helping your body clear out and sweat out all the toxins, whether it's out through your nose, out through your mouth, you know, out through your skin. You're helping your body clean and cleanse and get rid of stuff as well. So it's really a time to listen to your body when it comes to exercise. You know, if you feel just that flat out that you just can't get yourself off the bed, then then leave it. It's not the time to exercise. But if you feel like you can get up. And just do a light walk, just get a little bit of movement happening, then it's usually beneficial. But but obviously, like I said, you just don't want to overdo it. It's not the day to go all out and just smash yourself in the gym because all you're going to do is burn yourself out, wear yourself out, and make it take longer to heal and rest and recover. Wow, everybody's disappeared. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was just about to say, hey, boys, we're 17 minutes in. We better, you know. I was just about to say that, but uh, I had, so I had it on mute because I didn't want to hear me talking. This is what happens when I have LT keeping us in line, DK. Yeah, I yeah, know. That's, that's what happens. You can't do the show without me. I, I think I think what I'll just add to that. I think the mindset, you know, we talked about exercise. I think you're right. You know, you got to know when to draw the line. And that's really, really important because if you start pushing it too much because you're so restricted on on wanting to exercise and actually is going to cause a greater deal of harm and and a lot of times with with um you know sort of this immune response that you know i'm going through a lot of times is that you get frustrated you know everybody gets frustrated like oh my god why is this happening there's so much to do and that actually is a detrimental as well because that actually causes more internal stress as well because you know you got certain things to do but that's actually creating and you know you, you know you have to have the time to rest but that internal conflict really creates that uh emotional and um i guess that internal drive to to create more stress in you which then can actually lower the immune system even more so i think it's really important to actually just accept that this is the appropriate response for your body it is your body telling you to slow down and do everything possible to accept that fact and things will get done and i think that's really really important to kind of carry on um with that too and not let you know the you know the cold or the flu whatever you're going through um stop you uh, and uh, create more stress in your life yeah, and it's a really important you make, Lawrence, about that stress response in your body because we know we've got this stress response, this fight or flight response. And really, when you're in that fight or flight mentality, then that's your body actually switches off your immune response. Right? So you, you can either be in that stress response with your immune system switched off or you're in your healing and repair phase with, with that stress response switched off. And so anytime you're stressing yourself out, you know, you've got to really take that time to relax and unwind, but also mentally just accept the fact that it's time to mentally relax and unwind and switch off to allow yourself to go back into that healing phase and to help switch off that stress response. And, and that's one of the reasons why just some light exercise could be useful because it helps to switch off that stress response. But as you right. said, you, just, you can't overdo it. You've got to give yourself that chance mentally and physically to just unwind, to de-stress 
and to go into that healing mode so your body can really recover and get back on track. Can I talk about one thing that I know is very, very important to all of us um, in terms of how we manage our stress response, but also one of the things that we would all do, each, all three of us, we would all do uh, when we have an immune challenge or our immune system's giving us some information, we would get an adjustment from a chiropractor. Yep, now, the thing. reason why, first thing, that's the, one of the first things we do. Now, we, we, let's, I'm going to put this into context because some people might sort of glaze over in their eyes right now, but or some people are going, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that chiropractic would be good for the immune system. Let's just put this into context. When the nervous system works really well, in other words, when the nervous system is unimpaired or has no interference, then the body can communicate from the brain to the end organ very, very efficiently. And the way in which chiropractors look at this is that if the nervous system works well, then the rest of the body works well. What we tend to find is that when people are challenged uh, in their health or when they're challenged in their life, whether there's stress in their body, that results in something called subluxation. And subluxation is the interference of the nervous system caused by physical, emotional, or chemical trauma um, resulting in a nervous system dysfunction. And what chiropractors look for is that, and then we give an adjustment to the spine and we get a result that, um, in many cases, improves health output. So I, I know that when I was feeling not well, I was getting adjusted twice a day. Um, part of my successful strategy in feeling better and managing my symptoms was that I was getting adjusted twice a day by my associate, Jessie. She just kept on adjusting me and I kept taking my vitamin C, eating well. I didn't need to miss any days from work and, uh, and that's how I managed my infection. Yeah, and one of the things we know about that is it does link in with that stress response we just spoke about. So we know that when your spine's moving well, then it's sending messages back up to your brain. It's helping release dopamine and serotonin. It's helping you get out of that stress response and back into that healing and repair. And, and that's one of the ways we know that the chiropractic really helps. And I guess it's important to understand that we're not saying that, look, the, the chiropractic adjustment is a treatment or a cure for a cold or for a flu or whatever it's going on. It's, it's not about that. It's about removing the interference in your body so that your body can be healthy and have the best chance for your body to fight off the cough, cold, infection, whatever's going on. So it's a really important point, Damon. As I said, definitely something that all three of us would do as soon as we have some sort of immune challenges, get straight in, get that adjustment because we want our body to have the best chance. We want our body to have a fighting chance and we know flat out that if it doesn't have nerve interference, then it's got a better chance of fighting off and getting back on track. So Damon, what about herbs and vitamins? You touched on it before, but do you want to share with us perhaps some others that you might use in this instance for LT? Yeah, for sure. Now, there's a couple that I use. Now, some people have, have heard of something called echinacea before. You boys would have heard of echinacea before. Yes. Um, echinacea has an immune stimulating effect on the body. And, uh, and we know that if you take echinacea, you increase your white blood cells and you, have, you mount a more appropriate response. The other thing is that um, we, we also can use herbs such as andrographis. Um, andrographis and another one called astragalus also have a significantly immune stimulating effect in the body and increase what we what are known as natural killer cells um and natural killer cells are designed by the body to go and find things that actually aren't supposed to be in the body and so we know that uh, we can mount a very very successful immune response in taking those three herbs there's other herbs that you could actually take and in some cases i use mushroom extracts from chinese mushrooms and japanese mushrooms um, that are also very immune uh, immune uh, maybe let me just say immu immunopotent, so very stimulating to the immune system. Um, but for all intents and purposes, let's just talk about those three herbs that I think would be appropriate: echinacea, andrographis, and astragalus. 
Um, olive leaf extract is also something that we find to be very beneficial and, uh, and, and, you know, get stuck into those. But you know what's interesting is the Manuka honey thing, like as a food. Yeah. Uh, manuka honey is so good. And you know that Manuka, I don't know if you know this, but Manuka is actually tea tree. And so it's the honey that comes from tea tree. Here in Australia, it's tea tree honey. In New Zealand, it's Manuka honey. Um, at the end of the day, it contains similar sort of healing properties to what tea tree might contain um, when you actually apply it to your skin to fight bacteria and those sorts of things. So, you know, very, very fascinating stuff that nice. you can so- get from your nature. So, Damo, would the, now would it probably be a good time for LT to, to perhaps go and see a naturopath. So, like, if he went and see, saw the naturopath, what, what could he expect from them? Like, what are they likely to test? What are they likely to do uh, to help him, help him out? Well, I think some naturopaths might actually look at, you know, his live blood. They might actually take a finger prick and look at his blood under a microscope uh, and, and just look to see what his white blood cells are actually doing. They can count all the white blood cells up off a single drop of blood and then go, oh, you know what, this is this sort of response or, you know what, you need a bit of help in this particular area. The simple approach would be just to prescribe some vitamins and, and herbs and, uh, and very safely prescribe them um, as opposed to taking antibiotics or just letting it ride out. Um, many people choose to just let this ride out and that may or may not be an appropriate thing for Lawrence to do. He might be able to manage it and get on top of it in the next couple of days without any kind of extra help. Um, but I suspect given you know, Lawrence has been incredibly busy recently that some extra assistance would be beneficial. So if he came to see me and I had my naturopathic hat on, I'd say, LT, you need to take these herbs and these vitamins, rest up, eat well, and, uh, you know, and, and go from there. So you should expect that if you went to see a naturopath, they'd look at you, they'd want to do maybe some tests or know straight off the bat that you need some immune support. Yeah. And so I think it's important for us to, as we're sort of wrapping up here, to talk about, you know, when is the time to go and see your medical doctor as well? Because, you know, a lot of people have that question. They say, well, you know, how much do I trust my body? When is it time to go, you know, see a medical doctor? You know, how high does a fever need to be? You know, all of those sort of questions. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, this actually does become a pretty personal choice, you know, as to at what stage you feel like you need to go to the doctor. But I guess, you know, if you've got concerns, if, if you're not sure, if you're not, you know, if you're worried that it's becoming something bigger, um, then, then you know, going to see a doctor and getting it checked out, I always say is, it's not a bad idea because it's just about gathering information. And, you know, you know when you go to see the doctor what they're likely to recommend and, you know, it may well be that they're going to recommend antibiotics. It may well recommend they're going to be, you know, some medication to take your fever down. And so it's just a matter of going in there with, I guess, open eyes and understanding, well, that's what they're likely to recommend and understanding that you also get to make a decision around that as to whether you want to, you know, take on board that information. Look, now I know a bit more about what's going on and perhaps have a diagnosis for what's going on. But then you get to make a decision about, well, you know, do I want to take those antibiotics or do I just want to sort of ride it out? Or, you know, am I, am I really concerned that my fever's gone up to 40 or do I just understand that that's actually a natural part of this process and that actually perhaps leaving the fever there might help my body get better quicker? Um, so, you know, I think there's definitely a time and a place for the doctor. You know, I, I often talk about medical care as being, for the most part, more of a crisis care rather than a health or a wellness care. And so if yeah. you get to that stage where you feel like, hey, this might be a bit of a crisis, there might be a bit more going on here than meets the eye, then perhaps that crisis care is where you need to be. And if you're going to do that, then I think, you know, go have a listen to some of the guys on our Good Doctors show because their show is just amazing. And, and these right. guys are just really cool doctors who who don't just have that, I guess, drug and, and medication mentality but want to actually, you know, perhaps a bit more like Damo or a bit more like your naturopath. They want to look at, well, what's caused this in the first place? You know, is this a natural healthy response? Is there a way I can boost the body and help it get through it more naturally with, 
perhaps some supplements or some vitamins or herbs or whatever it happens to be, rather than just going straight to the drug approach and thinking, well, we've just got to mute these symptoms and hope it goes away. So, you know, there is definitely a time and a place for going and seeing the doctor. I don't know if you've got anything to add to that, DK. Well, I think when it gets out of control, a lot of people do get concerned about fevers, especially the children. So some people go, oh, my gosh, the fevers are 39. You know, I better give them some kind of paracetamol. And uh, and when you do paracetamol, it delays the um, innate response by the body to yeah. manage that infection or that, that thing, so that, that fever, which means that you're going to protract it. You're going to bring that, that, that problem is going to become worse over a long period of time. The challenge there is that it seems to last for a long period of time. You think that it's out of control, and so you then might end up using antibiotics, which, of course, then creates a, a fair bit of dysfunction in the gut, which can take up to two years. Now, the interview that we did, the wellness guys did with Cindy O'Meara, I think we did a two-part interview with her. Yeah. Um, she actually talks about it taking two years to correct the dysbiotic environment. The, in other words, the the damage that the antibiotics do to the gut from one dose of antibiotics takes two years to repair in the gut. So, um, and the way to repair that is with um, probiotics. So, ideally, you wouldn't use paracetamol unless it's a rapidly escalating uh, fever that's out of control. In which case. I would absolutely say as an emergency medicine, then paracetamol would be the first port of call. If it's a gradual increase of temperature over a protected period of time, I'm talking a day or two, then let it ride. Um, And look, I don't want to give health advice on this podcast. I certainly can't do that. Um, But I've let my son's fevers get reasonably high, up over 40. And then literally with a blink of an eye, they break their fever and everything comes under control and they manage an appropriate immune response, which is um, without paracetamol. Well, that was a great episode, guys. Lots of great tips. And I hope you got a lot out of it because, um, you know, this is an episode for you to definitely keep and uh, for you to actually go back and listen to, especially when your you know, immune system is a bit challenged. So as always, guys, go to thewellnesscouch.com to listen to all our podcasts. As we mentioned before, there's uh, The Good Doctors, the new podcast show with uh, great doctors on there um, who are just, you know, their advice is, is absolutely amazing. So there's a whole bunch of new shows uh, starting there too as well. So I'd love to know what your thoughts, what do you do when your immune challenge on facebook let's uh, carry the conversation there and uh, as always subscribe to us on itunes and make your comments and give us a rating on itunes when you get a chance so until next week begin creating wellness into your lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together i'm gonna go to sleep now so join us next week on the wellness guy show this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, Damien Christoph from The Wellness Guys here. Wow, I tell you what, it's been electric since our first summer come to a close up on the Gold Coast and the wellness community wants more. Well, get ready because our next summit is coming to Melbourne and we'd love to have you come. The Wellness Guys, of course, will be there, plus the effervescent Up For A Chat girls, Cindy O'Meara, Kim Morrison and Karen Smith and some super special guests. It'll be 10 hours of powerhouse wellness that you don't want to miss. Simply go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. See you there.